You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon to you, Jim and Trent. We say hello here on a day that, well, we can't wait because there are two playoff games tonight. One in the NBA, one in the NHL. We'll get into all of that for you today. Terrific show. Uh, Ryan Van Bibber will join us on the National Football League coming up at about 425. Zuba Mahente comes your way at the top of the hour at 5 o'clock from ESPN. Wolfgang joins the show coming up at 525. Trent, look, bud, I know you're going to be a busy guy tonight because you begin high school baseball commentary right here on the Big Talker 1700. Yeah, we get going once again with our high school baseball coverage and excited to get it started here again this season, Jimmy B. You know, year after year, you know my passion and love for high school sports yep. and, and just how good it is in Central Iowa. You know, we're lucky. You look across the state over at the University of Iowa back in the Big Ten tournament again that's a big accomplishment for a program like Iowa, Jim, for making the Big Ten tournament for years. That wasn't even a realistic goal. I mean, you look back at the history of Iowa baseball, just getting to the Big Ten tournament is a goal. And they're in contention again to get back to the NCAA tournament. They're going to have work to do. But a lot of the guys that you're going to hear their name called, if maybe you see them for the first time coming up this weekend and uh, throughout the week at the Big Ten tournament in Omaha, these are kids from the CIML. They're kids from Johnston and Waukee and Valley, and East, and on and on and on. These are where they get their start, is in the high school ranks. And there's something about a nice hot summer night, Jimmy B, being in a hot press box and calling a baseball game. I just absolutely love it. I think it's great. Give the accomplishments of these kids, get their names out there, because yeah, everybody does high school football. Everybody talks a little basketball. I like to go deeper than that, though. Give the girls their side with softball and volleyball and basketball the track and field athletes from over the weekend, the baseball players, the wrestlers, all these athletes because they all deserve to have their names out there. They all put the work in. It's just not football. It's across the board, and I'm very happy that the people here at 1700 in Cumulus, Des Moines, they share the vision that I have, the importance of high school sports in our community. I think it's great that our partnership with 1700 works so well, and I think it's great that your passion shows up on the air for high school sports, both football, basketball, baseball, whichever you're calling, it's always a terrific listen. So it's going to be fun, and look, I know your summer's going to be busy. Will you, will you ever get a day off until the baseball playoffs, or will you be working just tirelessly the entire summer? Well, you know, yeah, you got to take a couple of moments here and there, 4th ah, of July, you know, those okay. kind of things. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have a little bit of time in there to do that. And after we get done with the state baseball tournament at the end of July, you know, August will, will be a time where maybe I can get a three-day weekend in there, things like that. You, you always have to be flexible, Jimmy B., but... We're going to have upwards uh, broadcasts of over 30 softball and baseball games here on our airwaves, culminating, of course, down at Principal Park with the state baseball tournament up in Fort Dodge at Rogers Park with uh, the state softball tournament. So it's always a great time. I love putting these events out there and having an opportunity for so many people to also be able to hear, hear little Johnny's name, little Susie's name, and, and hear them out there. I think that's a great thing as well. And going to have a really good one tonight. You know, Roosevelt, they've had themselves – a lot of great players that have gone through that program. John Swanda, mm -hmm. who uh, had big offers, you know, coming out of high school, obviously. From Roosevelt, Ben Norman, who's the center fielder over with the Hawkeye baseball squad right now. They've had some great players going. And uh, another name to look for, we got the amateur draft coming up here in a couple weeks for Major League Baseball. Tyler Lewis, uh, the Register had a great article a couple weeks ago talking a little bit about his background, some of the tragedies that he has had in his life. He is a kid that can pump it up there, 95 miles an hour. Now, it looks like he's going to be throwing, talking to some coaches uh, yesterday over at Valley. Looks like he's going to start game one. So I won't be able to be there in time to see that one. But this is a guy I'm going to be keeping my eye on, certainly throughout this summer. Anytime you hear 95 miles an hour for a pitcher, that gets your yep. attention. Oh, you're not kidding. I mean, look, if you're throwing that hard, you're going to, uh, people are going to take a, a good look at, at that young man. No doubt about it. Well, I'll look forward to that. That's going to be fun. And as I tell everybody, once again, it's always a good listen when Trent is doing the play by play. All right, pal. Let's start to today's show now 
with what is going on at the University of Kansas. Okay. They ax they ax their their AD. Trent, I've been fired before from a job, but I've never been fired before for something that it was elusive. Is is that what I heard from the president's mouth that apparently the AD Zender was okay but he didn't he had elusive goals that weren't met what the hell is that all about it's pretty simple the goals were to make a competitive football program and the guys that he's hired have been an absolute disaster i mean that's what it is david Beatty is three and 33 in his three Mm -hmm. seasons at kansas you don't want to give an opportunity now for him to hire a third coach number one swing and a miss number two swing and a miss charlie weiss went six and 22 you couple that with Beatty, who is now 3-33. and 33. You don't want to have him give an opportunity to make number three. It's as simple as that. It comes down to football. I do wonder, though, if there's anything more as it pertains to the basketball side and what they've gone through. Now, basketball in terms of success, I mean, just made the Final Four last year, beat Duke, their lead eight. You know how good they are year after year. But what's happening in the periphery with the ongoing scandal, the connection of Adidas, What's Kansas and Adidas School? What's happened there? I do wonder if this played at least some small role in uh, as it pertains to him, to Zenger losing his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's amazing that they haven't been good. Was it Mark Mangino? They haven't been good since Mangino. Is that it? Yeah, Mangino had the magical run, had some other solid teams. But right? yeah. outside of that, it's been an absolute disaster. Wow, that, that's incredible. When you when you think about that, and look, there's you know there's so much talk about power fives and and how they're going to control football and might even break away from the NC two A and and all of that conversation, and Kansas because it's all predicated pretty much Trent as we both know on football how well your football team does and and, and if they can generate money. The basketball's not a problem at Kansas. We all know that. But the football in the last five, six, seven, eight years has just been awful. They don't generate any financial gain at all. This is what they've done over the last eight seasons. Since Mark Mangino okay. was fired after a 5-7 and seven season, 1-7 and seven in the Big 12. Turner Gill came in for two years. He went 3-9, and nine, followed by a 2-10 and 10 season, gone. Charlie Weiss comes in, 1-11. Three and nine, three and nine. David Beatty comes in, zero and twelve, two and ten, one and eleven. I just uh, they won they won four games in eight years. Yeah. in eight yeah. years they haven't even had a four and eight record. They haven't wow. won. They haven't won multiple games in the Big Twelve. You have to go all the way back to two thousand eight since they won more than one game in the Big Twelve, including four winless seasons. It's a disaster, and I don't care how bad it is. Hey, you could talk about. Difficult to recruit to. I get that. Kansas, you don't have a whole lot of D1 talent, plus you're fighting with Kansas State. I get it, but come on. This is unprecedented, a string like this at a program that has money. Yeah, Kansas State back in the 80s, when they were talking about disbanding that program, that was a completely different conversation mm-hmm. than what ha- happens with the Kansas Athletic Department. It can be bad. You can make some bad hires. There's no reason it should be this bad, though. Uh, it's terrible. I, I mean, just absolutely atrocious, particularly in the conference that they're in, in the Big 12, that pretty much always has top teams that play in top bowl games and even in the Final Four in college football. And they and they are always, Trent, at least since I've been in Iowa, they have been the doormat team. I remember when Iowa State was so bad and people would pencil in Kansas as their win. They, we can't wait to play Kansas. Mm-hmm. We need a win. And, and, and I mean, they're a laughing stock in the Big 12. Look, I, I know Iowa State had, had bad teams in the Big 12. I get all that. They have righted the ship. They have turned that corner now. It, I mean, if Iowa State can do it at Ames, wouldn't you think Kansas can do it? You would think so, right? Oh, absolutely. And and that's yeah. I mean, that's a starting point for them. And, and I'm sure that's something that you look at and say, Hey, you make the right hire, and Iowa State obviously did, and Matt Campbell. You can at least go for that, and you, and you could have a run. I, I just, I, 
it's Kansas football. You know, in, in the end, who really cares? D- does the fan base really care if if they had the chance? All right, I will give yeah. you one of two situations. Either your basketball program continues to be relevant like they are, winning Big 12 regular season titles, getting to Final Fours, possibility of winning national championships, and your football program's going to stink like it has, or your basketball program will be pretty good. You'll make the tournament four out of five years. You'll make a run to the Sweet 16, and maybe even once a decade, you can even get to a Final Four. Plus, you'll go bowling two out of five years. What, what are they going to take, Jimmy B? The status quo. Oh, they're going to take basketball. Yeah. 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 They want the basketball program to remain at the national relevant level that they are. So, in the end, it's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal because you know the financials behind it. But really, for the people that really care about Kansas athletics, it doesn't matter. Right? I'm with you. I'm with you, I guess. I guess. I, I, for me, if I'm the conference, though, I'm looking at, God, why does this team suck all the time? If if I'm Bob Bowlesby, I'm going, look, Iowa State has resurrected their program. Texas Tech, they, 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 they've had winning, winning years. Uh, it, it just goes on. Oklahoma State used to be bad. Look at what they are now. Uh, it, it just goes on and on and on, except for Kansas. It, it's a... It's it's mind-boggling to me. It, it really is. And look, so now they're going to have a different AD. And if you're if you're a an AD who are at a smaller school like Mac, I mean, you're going to make that jump no matter what, right? To the Big Twelve. I mean, if somebody calls your name, you're going to make that that leap, right, Trent? I would think so. I mean, outside yeah. of it depends on where you're coming from, but yeah, I, I think anybody from a mid-major level. Unless you're at a place like a Gonzaga, you're at you're at a place where Wichita State, you know, a place like that that maybe is on the cusp, then probably not. But uh, they'll get an AD, they'll make a bad hire. Kansas will still stink at football, and that'll be that. <laughs> Let's close the door. I'm sick of talking about Kansas football. Okay, I am too. Now that's enough. I, I, it just it just surprised. I think uh, just the elusive thing uh, just kind of got to me on, on that deal. Um, did you see where Iowa State's on the possibility of possibly losing an assistant basketball coach to, oh my gosh, Texas? No, fill me in, Jimmy B. You, you caught me. I'm, I've been busy working, getting ready for baseball tonight. What do you got? Conversations going on with, uh, and doggone it, I've just forgotten his last name, Neil. Neil, um, oh, I just spaced out. I'll get it here in a second. Apparently, Shaka Smart is close to a deal by luring him away from Steve Prohm and Ames. So this will be uh this will be interesting to see if this thing goes down. Neil Barry is who is that who you're talking That's about? That's it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Okay. Yep. Well, certainly Coach Barry is not the guys at the forefront you talk about. You talk about you know Danielle Robinson who's been a long time yep. assistant there. William Small, he he's down in the pecking order there. You'd figure probably an opportunity for him to Move up on the bench. I, I would guess that's yeah. a part of it here. Yeah, that also goes in line with it. But a guy that uh, was down Western Kentucky has some connections down to the South in Texas. Billy Kennedy, one of the coaches that he worked under, mm-hmm. so another connection down there to the South certainly makes a lot of sense there. But if that's the case, uh, that means that Coach Prome he's going to be doing a little work trying to fill a role if that in fact uh, does come to fruition. Yep, that's right. And look. Um... I guess this is moving time if, if you're an assistant, and we've seen assistants. Look, uh, for Iowa State football, and now he's the head coach at Texas, but didn't he accept the uh, offensive coordinator's job at Ohio State? Oh, Tom he Herman? Did. Tom Herman? Tom Herman, yeah. Yeah, Tom Herman, he, yeah, he was at Ohio State. Then he got the Houston head coach job and then mm-hmm. turned that into the Texas head coach job. So I, I always tell people, that you have to, if if your goal is eventually to be the number one guy, you just can't, for the most part, stay where you are and wait for the guy. You have to take a few risks and, and jump a couple of times, particularly in the coaching business. And that's, it's just the way the game is played, Trent. There's no other way to describe it. Otherwise, if if you don't aspire to be the number one guy or want that chance to run your own program, then relax and sit and just be happy being an assistant. 
Most guys don't feel that way, though. Most guys uh, want to move up. They want to be. They want to move up. Yeah, they want to be the guy that becomes the guy, and well, the the financial reasons for it too uh, certainly go a That's long, right. long yep. way too. Hey, you over the weekend, it. Jimmy B, did you see uh, some people saying one of the greatest track performances in our fine state's history? Sydney Milani yeah. from Southeast Polk, which she put together. I, uh, as you know. Not exactly a track star. I, I ran poorly in track. <laughs> not exactly yeah. built for the oval. But uh, well, you're you're oval, all right. Just di- not that oval. A different kind of oval. A different kind of oval. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not, that was cruel. But, I apologize. No, no, no problem. I, I'm meeting you every day, Jimmy. B. It goes with the territory. <laughs> no. So Sydney Milani goes out, wins the 100, the 200, the 400, and the 800. Yep. Jimmy B, you know a little something about the Oval. Tell us just how difficult that has to be. What you don't understand is for all of those races, training techniques are different. And you have to be able to be a not, not just a conditioned athlete, a superbly conditioned athlete with a a athletic mind that refuses to ever give in. And she must have that because she was absolutely sensational. And so what she does is she puts in her 40 or 45 minutes training on the 100, then steps it up to the 200, then flips it again to the 400, and then again to the 800. Trent, we all can sprint and and, and and make that 100-yard dash, the 200 for most people is a real strain because it's a sprint the entire way over 200 meters. The 400, you have to pace yourself even though you're running at a fast clip and then be able to kick at the end. The 800 is double what the 400 is, and you're gasping for air after a lap or two in the 800. It is not only magical, it is absolutely sensational, and she should be applauded for the hard work that she has put in. Absolutely incredible, and and a great performance on her way to Iowa State, and and what a capper. And the other thing that's crazy about this, Jimmy B, we're not talking about some historic runner that's been winning titles since her freshman year. These are her first ever state titles. As a senior, to do that and not win one, but win four individual titles, absolutely incredible. You talk about a late bloomer, that's putting it all together right at the end of your career. It's amazing how, how all that comes together. Look, we always talk about how kids mature at, at different levels. and uh, it, it, it's, it's great when all of a sudden you see somebody struggling and then you see a little bright light here and there a little bit. And then just to have it burst on the scene and just blow everybody away. I mean, we're not talking about winning by a nose here. Mm -hmm. We're talking about blowing away the field, Trent. Blew away the field. So this is an absolutely, I, I called it sensational. I think it's even better than that. I, I, it's super cadjafragilistic expialidocious. That's how good that performance was. We'll leave it with that. We're coming back on the other side. Going to get into some NFL talk. OTAs opening across the league today. We'll get into that, talk about the locals and a whole lot more. Our man Ryan Van Bibber, he's up next here as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Jimmy B and TC on 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 Ruthies poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! 
The Heritage Carousel in Union Park will open for the 2018 season on Saturday, May 26th. The carousel will be open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday, and the cost is still just 50 cents for kids to ride. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. You can stay informed of all the carousel events and news at our website, heritagecarousel.org, or find us on Facebook. Sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Firestone Complete Auto Care. Keeping cars running newer, longer. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Hi, this is Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers, an Italian food specialty store located on the corner of South Union and Jackson in Des Moines. I would like to thank you for making Graziano Brothers a Southside tradition since 1912. We are so proud to offer the best homemade Italian sausage. The Graziano recipe is based on the flavors my grandfather Francesco and my great uncle Luigi remembered as children growing up in Italy. 106 years and three generations later, the tradition remains. Our family recipe is made from top quality pork and secret Italian seasonings using no artificial preservatives. If you can't get to Graziano's today, stop by Hy-Vee, Fairway, Price Chopper, Cash Saver, Brick Street Market or Save-A-Lot and pick up a pack or two in the meat department. Try replacing ground beef or pork with Graziano's Italian sausage in your favorite dishes. It's sure to add a wonderful kick to your meals. Graziano Brothers is your only choice when it comes to good taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's... A burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. 
All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock. Coming up at 5 o'clock, Zuba Mahente from ESPN. Wolfgang joins the show around 5.30 as well. Right now, Ryan Van Bibber on the National Football League. It's always a good show when we get Ryan on. And it's not like, Ryan, we don't have much to talk about. Good afternoon to you. And how did, and how did the Supreme Court ruling on sports betting just play out for the National Football League, Ryan? Well, you know, it's interesting. There wasn't, you know, it wasn't all that long ago in this business that the league would have run as far and fast away from that as they could have, at least publicly. But, you know, there's a, there's a different group there now. Over the, you know, the last 30 years or so, the ownership has changed enough that there's, there's going to be a wider embrace of this because, they see it as, a, I mean, and rightfully so, they see it as a, uh, it's a big ticket for them. I mean, there's there's money, there's revenue to be made off of this. You know, especially once they, you know, you, you saw that the league was joined with all the other sporting leagues in the, in the players' union to, to request that Congress, you know, create sort of a federal regulatory framework for how sports betting works. And, and uh, the sooner they get that happening, the sooner they can kind of centralize this and start to, start to plan for even more income for the NFL. That's all it was going to take. You know, it's interesting from the standpoint that you have this all of a sudden Supreme Court thing taking place, and now New Jersey will be the first state, but states that already passed some sort of legislation are also ramping, ramping up. From a from a standpoint of just the National Football League and sports betting, because we see it all the time out in Las Vegas, and Vegas says that it's really not going to impact them that much because Vegas is a destination point. Do you yeah. think with the sports betting opportunity, and, and this is like crazy talk, do you think the NFL will become even more popular than what it is right now? I mean, I, definitely, I don't think it hurts it, that's for sure. I mean, you know, I don't want to – I think my initial reaction was sort of like the league's and a lot of people in the league's initial reaction, and, 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 and I think that maybe oversold it a little bit. I mean, I don't want to get you know play this off like it's a panacea for, you know, getting butts in seats in the stadiums or the, the, TV, the TV ratings thing. I mean, I think there are other trends that kind of underscore the TV ratings and beyond. That's not just something that the NFL's having to deal with right now, but – I mean, it opens up more avenues for interest. I mean, you know, we saw this briefly. There was that one year before the Daily Fantasy stuff kind of the genie for that got put back in the bottle, so to speak. So, you know, I think there's a lot more interest to be had around that. I mean, in a way, it's kind of a second wave of fantasy football. And in fantasy football was sort of a, you know, a safe way of gambling, you know, a family-friendly way of gambling on the NFL if you didn't want to, uh-huh. you know, bet point spreads and things like that. So it's a, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to get people back into the game. And maybe, you know, it's a Thursday night game that you might not have watched or you might have turned it off at the half. But now, you know, you have a stake in seeing whether or not they get a touchdown at the end or, you know, they make a 50-yard field goal or some, you know, thing like that. You know, it's funny when I when I look at this in the NFL and the other leagues that have their hand out looking for their cut of the pie. I would come back if I was, you know, the casino and the sports gambling industry and say, sure, absolutely. But we're also going to need to get a cut every time that you sell a television package to whatever sports book it is. Jimmy B's Sportsbook and Casino. Well, every time you sell one of those, make sure we get our cut back the other way too. It just the 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 heavy-handedness of Goodell, it really rubs me the wrong way. I get it. They want to monetize this whatever way possible. They are going to monetize it. They don't have to go the route that they're going. Yeah, no, and, you know, we'll see. It's, it's uh, you know, they have to always say, they put on that facade. It's so funny to hear the integrity word thrown about so much since that. I mean, it's something we've always heard from Goodell, but, like, I, I think that uh, <laughs> I think he wakes up saying it in his sleep, but uh, <laughs> until somebody unplugs him and resets him like a computer. But it's, uh, it's uh, you know, I think that it, it's the faith the league has to put on a little bit for this. It's like they don't, you know, they're going to be really iffy about relaxing the rules for casino sponsorships and things like that and, and, you know, how they integrate. You know, it's funny that Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones are 
big investors in the daily fantasy stuff. (laughs) So, you know, you get two of the more powerful owners kind of pushing them on that front, too. But, you know, they'll have to sort of build in a little bit of a facade and say, like, this is how it's going to work, and this is how it's not going to work, and this is how teams and owners are affected, this is how players are affected. I mean, you know, it'll just be interesting to watch and see how they get the rules in place over the years here. Ryan Van Bibber is our guest. We're talking National Football League. Okay, this guy was in the National Football League, uh, got kicked out of it, had lots of uh, issues in Johnny Manziel. Now quarterback Johnny Manziel is back in football. Ryan, he's going to go play for the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Canadian Football League. Good move, bad move? Do you ever think you'll see him get an opportunity again in an NFL jersey? Well, I think there's a better chance now than before he had signed in Canada. But, you know, it's a good move for sure. I mean, he's got if he has any shot of getting back in the NFL, he has to prove that he can play a season of football without, you know, getting into trouble and, and sort of come back up through the, through the ranks of it. And, and certainly, you know, after being, you know, the biggest name in college football in 30 years and, and uh, you know, one of the more hyped NFL players for some reason, it's, it's going to be a humbling experience to go to Canada and not be a starting quarterback anymore. So, you know, I think how he reacts to that and how he handles it is going to be step one in, in, in that. And, and then also, obviously, there's his play. I mean, he's also, once he does get on the field, he's going to have to show that he can play the game still. And he's improved at playing the game from where he came into the league. I mean, obviously, you know, let's, his, his problems would have been, had he been better at football, teams would have been willing to, you know, work with him on the various problems he had off the field. We see that, especially for quarterbacks, time and time and time again in the NFL. So, you know, he's got a lot of work to do on both of those fronts. So we go to today, the start of OTAs across the NFL and veterans making their way in, going through, uh, you know, what happens during these organized team activities. In New England, though, there is no Tom Brady. There is no Rob Gronkowski. What do you read into that, Ryan Van Bibber? Nah, it's doom. Doomsday for the Patriots. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's really fine. I mean, you know, we've seen this. Aaron Donald's missing OTAs again this year. Odell missed them last year. It's not... You know, players at that level, they can afford to miss these OTAs. It's, you know, their roster spots are secure. Their abilities are such that, you know, it's not going to make a big difference whether they get, you know, three practice sessions in shorts or not. I mean, it's really, you know, and some of these guys are missing for contract. Gronk is missing for contract, contract situations. Same with Aaron Donald. That's not really the case with Brady. But, you know, players have different reasons for missing OTAs. And, you know, very rarely have we seen a player's career negatively impacted because he skipped OTAs unless he's one of those guys on the fringes of the roster. And I think, you know, Brady's 41 years old. He won the MVP at 40. I mean, he's, you know, if anybody sort of earned the right to, to train in the offseason how they want to train in the offseason, I think it's Tom Brady. I mean, you know, what he's doing at his age is really sort of unprecedented in any sport. So it's uh, I think if he wants to go to California and do the – you know, the, the rubber band stretches and the, you know, the electrolyte <laughs> diet or whatever it is that he does that, uh, you know, he, he can, he'll probably be okay. He'll be at the mandatory camp in June when they have that. So I don't think it's, you know, the sky is certainly not falling if you're the Patriots. Ryan Van Bibbers, our guest here on the Big Talker 1700. We're talking the National Football League. Earlier today, Stephen Jackson, former Oregon State running back and a damn good one, and then a terrific running back for the then St. Louis Rams, and a good one, comes out and says, I'm the greatest Rams running back of all time. Uh, Hello? Did you ever hear of uh, Crazy Legs Hirsch? Uh, Did you ever hear of a guy named Dickerson? Eric Dickerson, did you ever hear? What? Why do these guys? Why can't they just go away or or do TV commentary? Why? Why do they have to come out and say they're the they're the best of, of all time when we all know it's not even close? Yeah, it's really I, that was really funny, and, and I like Stephen Jackson a lot. I mean, you know, those, there yeah. was, when I got my start in this business, and it was you know focusing a lot of my time on the Rams, and that was in those awful, awful, awful St. Louis years. He was sort of the one bright spot that they had on that team. But, yeah, and he's just not Eric Dickerson. I mean, there's just no no way around that. I mean, I'm, 
I'm old enough to have seen Eric Dickerson play, and I remember it, and I know, you know, maybe in the, the grand total of stats and career longevity with the Rams, Stephen Jackson does edge out Eric Dickerson, but, you know, there's, there's only one Eric Dickerson, man. And, and no disrespect to Stephen Jackson, but you just, you're, not, you're not better than Eric Dickerson. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Different level stuff. You know, Ryan, we, we bring this up from time to time in your affiliation down there in St. Louis and, and with the Rams, how you got your start over at SB Nation. As you look at the monster that they seem to be building, I mean, does it sting? Do you, do you still root for the Rams? Are you a vagabond right now? How, how does it sit for you and everybody else in St. Louis when you see what's happening with the Rams? I think there's a little bit of, you know, I can't say that it affects me this way so much because, I, you know, I think that I'm, I'm a little insulated just because of, you know, the nature of my job to mm-hmm. some extent. So it does hurt a little bit to see that they actually, you know, the, that you have management that actually kind of cares about how the, team is, how the team is built and how it's being run now that they're in Los Angeles. I mean, they could have done that in St. Louis, I think, and still – you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. I think, you know, what turned me off on the Rams more than anything was Jeff Fisher than, mm-hmm. as opposed to just the moving. I mean, I think I could have, in the end, learned to overcome that. They're definitely interesting to watch. I mean, I think there are some people, I know some people around here that still watch them and still, you know, are kind of quietly root for them, even if they don't still, you know, wear the jerseys out in public <laughs> public anymore. But, it's, uh, it, you know, it's not like there was a hardcore fan base there to begin with. I mean, that, you know, 10 years of just crappy football sort of wiped out, you know, most of the goodwill that they built up, you know, during the greatest show on turf years. So. Is Kurt Warner still revered there, or has oh, that yeah. pretty much gone away? Oh, and he, he still is? Okay. Oh yeah, I mean you know uh, he he brought the he gave the team their only Super Bowl win. I mean he's part of that miracle yeah. squad, and you know he'll always have that story of you know coming out of obscurity to be a, to be that quarterback and in, in the Hall of Fame like that. So talk with Ryan Van Bibber. Well, our, uh, RVB want to jump around here a little bit to our locals before you let you go, and yeah, maybe just hit a, on a topic for each. Want to start down. Cross your state and uh, head over to Kansas City first. Last season, Bob Sutton's defense was not very good. They made some changes. They drafted a lot of defensive guys. Everybody's talking about Patrick Mahomes, but when you look at that defense, it obviously has to get better. Do you have an expectation that it's going to be markedly better, though, in 2018? Yeah, I really do. I mean, I, you know, I think injuries and injuries really took a toll on that group last year not to mention just sort of the lack of talent. They didn't have much in the way of a pass rush, and it's really hard in today's NFL to get things going, if you, excuse me, if you don't have a pass rush. And they've addressed that. This is really going to be the thing that sells tickets, just considering what they've done there. But, you know, if they get a consistency, it's not a Chris Jones. And, and I think that, you know, D Ford gets a little more reps, you know, with the first team and gets a little bit better, and then they get some t- some contributions for the guys in the back end and the secondary that, you know, have replaced, you know, guys like Sean Smith and stuff. But, I mean, I think it looks up. I mean, they don't have, you know, they don't necessarily have to be the 85 Bears with the offense that they have. I mean, unless Patrick Mahomes just, you know, it it turns out to be a a flat tire or something, which I don't think is going to be the case. It's, you know, if they can kind of pull themselves defensively back up into that, you know, middle part, of the league and in terms of overall performance. I mean, you know, they were in the bottom third in the passing and ru- all the major passing and rushing categories defensively last year. So, you know, they don't have a long way to go, and I think that's sort of the positive takeaway for the Chiefs this year. Interesting. Very interesting on the Chiefs. Are the Minnesota Vikings going to be playing the Philadelphia Eagles again in the NFC Conference Championship? I mean, if I had to make a bet, you never know what's going to happen because of injuries and stuff, but if I had to make a You're bet, right. that would be that would certainly be mine. I mean, you know, New Orleans is a team to watch. I think they've gotten markedly better this offseason, too, um, you know, and they were, they were real, real, real close, obviously, last year, too. So, you know, it could be a three-way race in the NFC, but I, I would still say those are the three teams to beat. Yeah, the Vikings look to be a bear. What, what do you expect uh, out of the Packers this year? A contender with them for the division title, battling for a wild card spot. What's your expectations with Aaron Rodgers back in the fold? 
Oh, I think, I mean, you know, as long as everybody's healthy, I, I think they're, they'll definitely battle for, I mean, I, just the fact that they have Aaron Rodgers and if he's available for 16 games, it's going to be a fight for the top of that conference. I mean, I would overall give the Vikings an edge just because of the, you know, talent from top to bottom. But, you know, look at what the Packers did this season. This was not your traditional Packers offseason, and obviously the, the changes in the front office drove a lot of that. But, you know, they, they signed free agents, big-time free agents, Muhammad Wilkerson on defense, you know, filling a position they've needed to fill with a quality player for a long, long time like that. I mean, there's a, you know, this is a team that went out and made some moves this year, and then they drafted well, and they brought in some depth with the draft, and, the, and you know, those middle rounds of the draft is where you, you kind of get those kind of guys, and, you know, you, you sign Jimmy Graham. I mean, they're obviously going to score points. They, you know, you wonder a little bit about the offensive line, just given some of the, the losses that they had. But, I mean, I think that with Aaron Rodgers, you don't necessarily have to have five all pros in front of him as long as you know you can sort of you keep his uh, keep his wings open with the you know your your tackle play but uh uh they're going to be right there if if they don't win the division i would be it would be an upset if they didn't get a wild card spot all right then take me to trent's team the monsters of the midway the chicago <laughs> bears uh are they going to be 500 or less I mean, it all kind of depends on Trubisky, you know. This is a team that also made a lot of upgrades this year. I mean, that Raquan Smith, their first-round draft pick, was a, you know, you couldn't have a better match of need and talent where they picked in the draft for what that defense really needed to kind of start to piece itself together, and I think that's going to be a big key for them. And, hey, look at the talent. You know, that, that offense is not without talent. I mean, I think the Anthony Miller pick, the receiver out of Memphis they got in the second round is going to be one of the, is going to turn out to be one of the better receivers to come out of this draft. And I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest draft expert in the world, but I I would stake a claim. I would I would put my name on that one. So, you know, you you you've got guys like that. Maybe you get to finally get a full healthy season out of Kevin White. They signed Allen Robinson in the off season. You're bringing back Jordan Howard. You got Tariq Cohen, who's kind of that offensive weapon, jack of all trades kind of guy. I mean, this is a team that should be. You know, as long as the line's all right and Trubisky sort of progresses on that curve for his career, this is a team that's going to that's gonna turn some heads this year. All right, RBB. Try, stop trying to get me all excited over there. <laughs> totally, Bay. I'm trying to get on your good side for the summer, man. Oh. Hey, speaking of the summer, what do you guys have uh, happening over at SB Nation lead up to the season? What do you guys have planned for us to uh, get us through these long summer months? Well, I mean, you know, we've obviously, well, we've got the owners' meetings this week, so there's a little bit of news cycle that we can ride on, and there'll probably be some anthem discussion and some rule change stuff coming out of there. So, obviously, stay tuned for anything that comes out of Atlanta this week. But, you know, we're going to be doing some theme weeks this off season, just kind of having some fun with it instead of trying to, you know, trying to create stuff out of thin air, just have a little fun, you know, do some what-ifs some kind of crazy Madden stuff, you know. So I, I think there'll be a little bit of a little bit more of a fun thing this offseason for everybody. Looking forward and to there, it. And the uh, sale of the Carolina Panthers to Tepper is that a done deal? That's a done deal. I mean, it's just a you know they'll vote on it this week. It'll be it's a it's a formality though. It'll be a it'll be a quick uh, thirty-one to, to nothing to vote to approve him. Be good, Ryan. Good talking with you again. We'll do it again soon. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Ryan Van Bibber, SB Nation. Give him a follow on Twitter at just RVB. Jim, we need a break. We're coming back on the other side here with you until 6 o'clock tonight. We got high school baseball as well this evening. 645 West Des Moines Valley hosting Des Moines Roosevelt. It's the kickoff of the 2018 high school baseball season. We have you covered all here on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. 
fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Tonight's forecast, clearing skies for most areas, but watch out for some fog developing, especially north of the metro, low near 59. Becoming partly cloudy and warmer Tuesday, a high of 82, and the 80s will be with us the rest of the week. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Your old gas yard tools may have met their match. Right now, the Home Depot has a 40-volt Ryobi cordless trimmer and blower combo kit for just $199. You get the power of gas without the gas. You get two powerful tools running on a 40-volt lithium-ion platform, all for under $200. Try and match that. Come in now for Memorial Day Savings on Ryobi's 40-volt trimmer and blower combo, just $199. Only at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Vowed through May 30th while supplies last. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter. Online, AFSP.org slash Iowa. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy V and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. We are back as we continue here on a Monday. 
Uh, still to come, Zuba Mahente from ESPN will be our guest, right, uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Wolfgang joins the program at around 5.30. Uh, Trent, look, I always enjoy talking about the NFL. Look, it, it, there's never really anything that's called like an off-season as far as uh, NFL conversation is concerned. Even in this state that doesn't even have an NFL team, everybody is pretty much locked in to, like you, the Bears or the Vikings. Kings or Green Bay or Kansas City or Denver. I mean, everybody pretty much has has a team. Mm-hmm. So it's always it's always good for a good topic of conversation. Ah, there's always something going on with OTAs and Brady not yep. showing up. It, I'm I'm sure you saw some of the uh, things out there on Twitter. What he said, you know, about OTAs and their importance mm-hmm. and, and all those things. And of course, it comes out today that he's not going to show up for it. How much do you read into it? All those different things. Yeah, there, there's always something in the NFL, Jimmy B. But one thing I wanted to hit on before we end the hour. Uh, one of my favorite okay. baseball players from the team that I root for, obviously, was Kent Herbeck. And Kent Herbeck today turned 58 years of age. So what do you wow. think about Big Herbie? What's the first thing that comes to your mind, Jim Brinson? Uh, well, he could hit the ball a mile, uh, at the old, uh, Metrodome and hit it over the baggies as everybody would like to call that. Uh, but I think, I think you might be referring to, is it the slide at home plate? Is that, is that what he will be remembered for more than anything? No, no, not, not a slide at home plate. It was the 91 World Series, him and Ron Gant. What oh, he, Ron Gant, yes, yes, yes. When he pulled Ron Gant or Ron Gant's momentum took him forward off the base. That's the one that people always talk about with him. Well, yes, it, it's his 58th birthday today, and I just had to relay one of my favorite Kent Herbeck <laughs> stories. You ready for this one? Okay, I'm, I'm ready, pal. This is from our friends over at Twins Daily. Back in 1988, media members enter the clubhouse postgame where they find a shirtless Kent Herbeck housing a cigarette, holding a beer in one hand, and an ice cream sandwich in the other. The first baseman would dip the treat into the beer and then take a, rep- then take a bite. He told reporters, it softens up the ice cream. Maybe there's some money in it, you know, like when the chocolate hits the peanut butter. Kent Herbeck, 58 years young today. What... A character he is, and uh, one of my all-time favorites, Jimmy B. He was terrific, and look, uh, that was a great team uh, that that won titles, and Herbeck was in on all of that, and you're absolutely right. That's why sports is so much fun, Trent, because you get characters, people that are just not wired like everybody else, and Herbeck was definitely one of those guys. A different cat, no doubt, no doubt about it. That does it for hour number one. We still got another hour to go. We got Zuma Mahente kicking things off. We'll talk with him about everything going on in the world of sports. Localized things with Wolfgang here until 6 o'clock. Jimmy B and TZ. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough.